Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Not on Twilight Tonic, I have one of the most amazing women guests on. I've Lily Scott Peters. She is an international holistic healer, teacher, speaker, medium, spiritual advisor, has over 20 years of shaman training, and is an expert on soul retrieval, Reiki, and shamanism, mediumship, life mapping, and destiny. And much, much more. Hi, Julie. How are you? Welcome to my broom closet. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored. Thank you. You're welcome. And my guest will be delighted to hear that she has a book out. Julie, I am so lucky and honored to introduce this Beyond Soul Retrieval The Journey of Surviving and Thriving. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. It's definitely been a passion to do for quite a while. And, um, you know, spirit has made it work that I can start writing. I've been wanting to write for over 10 years. I've got actually five more books that I'm already started on three more, but uh, on various topics of Mm -hmm. spiritual and personal uh, empowerment and uh, and to help people thrive in life. That is I was honored and lucky enough to have a soul retrieval with you, and it has helped oh, my yeah. life tremendously. <laughs> so, could you please tell my guest how old this healing technique is? Because this is really fascinating to me. It is very, um, it's very special. Um, a lot of modalities out there are extremely wonderful, but shamanism, uh, it has been known to be a hundred thousand years old Mm -hmm. and it predates you know any other kind of spirituality religion um Mm -hmm. any kind of uh, science or uh anything and it predates and it's 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 not any kind of um uh belief system per se it is just an ancient very ancient wisdom and healing uh, about community, about being heart-centered, and 
about being there for each other. And it's just a beautiful modality that in practice that predates everything. Yes. Um, I have come to an understanding that having a soul retrieval and studying this helps with depression and chronic illness, sadness, something missing from your life. Explain to people how that happens. Absolutely. And that's a very good question. You know, um, we as humans um, do the best we can with the tools we have in life and uh, the experiences and the sacred contracts and agreements we come in with. But, you know, sometimes we sign up for a pretty tough path. And mm-hmm. um, but to be honest with you, I don't think there's anybody that could not benefit from a soul retrieval. Mm-hmm. A, um, a soul retrieval has been around also for 100,000 years, and it's been able to to be sustaining and even be more relevant relevant in today's times because the, it is with the power of the helping compassionate spirits and, you know, angels and power mm-hmm. animals that do the work. I'm just the vessel, but I've been blessed to learn how to become the vessel. But through emotional and physical trauma, we lose pieces of our soul, big and small. And mm-hmm. over the last 20 years, 20, 25 years, it's, it, you know, the the spectrum is so amazing because for some people, uh, this little trauma, you know, we could kind of roll off our back, but for some people it's life changing Yes. and how we all handle different hurts and traumas and woundedness. Everybody's so uniquely different how they handle it. And, uh, but big and small, and it's also a physical trauma, mm-hmm. you know, car accidents or heart attacks or near-death experiences or, you know, um, there's a lot of ways and emotional and, of course, and physical abuse. Mm-hmm. But um, but it, I've seen the whole spectrum that is just totally mind-blowing to me that, and I, I, and I never judge because I do honor that this is really real for people. And in order to cope, what we do as humans uh, we take a piece of our soul in order to survive the event, mm-hmm. and we actually take it to our spiritual sacred place and spirit, which many people don't know that we have that, in order for our psyche to handle what's going through. Um, so we take some of ourselves to this beautiful, loving, nurturing place and spirit. It is our sanctuary in order to cope in our humanness uh, with whatever events are going on. But the problem is that it doesn't come back on its own. Uh, it has to be brought back in behalf of you by somebody that is highly trained and experienced, um, a shamanic practitioner or a shaman. Um, but um, we survive, but we have like this walking woundedness. You know, there's like this hole in us that we will try and stuff it with that that emptiness we'll try and and stuff it with like drugs alcohol eating bad relationships you know uh right. on on and on you know uh that's what we do as humans we just we know something's missing and instead of knowing what to do we usually fill it up with toxic 
behaviors and patterns. And a lot of times it's generational stuff, too. Absolutely. And um, the thing is, too, um, and we do the best we can at the time. I mean, we should never be hard on ourselves. We do the best that we can. But we don't have the where for all, you know, usually at the time. And I find that most so loss happens in the childhood, yes. um, uh, big or small, uh, what I call the core soul piece. And that really sets us up for what we attract to us and the choices we make. We're really a walking wounded mm-hmm. and uh, we will attract another wounded person or we'll attract a predator. It's just the law of attraction. Yeah. So, um, so it's like I said, we can survive, but we can never thrive to our full potential. We can't build that house within with missing pieces mm-hmm. unless we have them. And another thing too, uh, People take pieces of our soul, and uh, we also give away pieces of our soul because we're not taught what unconditional love is. Mm-hmm. It's love without conditions. No soul pieces, no cords, no nothing. Right. But, you know, again, in our culture especially, we're not taught that, you know. Love should just be so pure and unconditional. Mm-hmm. Um, but people do take pieces of our soul because they're empty, or they're sad, or they're hurt. And uh, we also give up because of our compassion. We think we're helping people, and when we give pieces of our soul to them, it's actually added baggage. It it, it really doesn't help them, and it's detrimental to us. So um, it's kind of an interesting, when you understand how it works, and and the more you you understand, the more it really makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... uh, and the soul retrieval um, is a lot of times, like I said, generational. I call it, uh, I reference it a lot in the book. I call it invisible imprinting. <laughs> and um, and some people call it patterns and cycles or generational or generation curses or whatever. Um, I, you know, everything's energy. And I, I look at it as invisible imprinting. For instance, I had two alcoholic parents. Okay, I have by psychology and in shamanism in my training, uh, my chances of becoming an alcoholic or attracting an alcoholic is very high. I mean, very high. Uh, So uh, and and again, that's that pattern, that invisible imprinting, even though you um, don't think that you're passing on to your kids or your grandkids. You unconsciously are energetically wise. And it's the cool thing about a soul retrieval. It's the only thing that I found. And again, I always say I don't know everything. I don't. Mm -hmm. I just have been blessed with a lot of training and experience. And it's the only thing I've ever found in 25 years that actually can break patterns and cycles like nothing else can. And it's because like even with counseling, you know, I, I respect that a lot, but after a while, you it, it doesn't talking doesn't fix it. You have right. to energetically you have to energetically fix it, and that's what a soul retrieval brings all your vital essences back, all your soul pieces. And when I talk vital essences, they're as important as the soul pieces. Yeah. Um, we take them back from people. We take them back from your sacred place, and we bring it all back to you. Um, 
but yeah, it's 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 very important to realize that there's so much more that you can achieve in life. And sometimes, you know, like after a divorce or something, you never felt the same sense, you know, right? Because you probably at that point have already had a lot of soul loss, mm-hmm. but, but or somebody dies, you know, that you were there uh, close to. Yeah. Uh, there's just so many things, but there's just really small things that, you know, uh, like there's people, uh, babies that were born like, uh, like my oldest daughter had the cord wrapped around her neck and was blue and she wasn't breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was so lost. You know, these soldiers that go to war and boot camp, they lose pieces of their soul. And um, sadly, I think that every soldier needs to have a soul retrieval, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> put them back before they went to boot camp and went overseas and uh, had that horrible experiences. Um, uh, we're not doing them any favors. That's why they turn to alcohol or drugs or right suicide you know um you know but yeah it, it's uh, it's the most amazing thing and it, it's truly life-changing there's so many wonderful modalities of doing things but to me this is the ultimate potential to put you back to where you were before you know before all the trauma absolutely you know? um i have a question who assists you when you go into the trance what Spirits come to help you? Um, I have, um, you know, every, you know, a shaman or every shamanic uh, practitioner, basically to do it, it's kind of done the same way. But like my beautiful, awesome teacher, Sandra Herman, said after classes, you know, 20 years ago, she said, you know, the basics and the ethics and but let spirit guide you additionally for what your community needs now for myself um my uh spirit has inspired me to be a lot more elaborate with my soul retrievals um which you know everybody like said i respect how everybody does it but the way that i was impressed for my community was to uh do a spiritual healing cleansing first and i use uh, I'm the vessel for about 10 different angels, teachers, and guides and power animals. And we use about 12 different modalities mm-hmm. uh, to clear and balance mind everybody and prepare them to receive themselves back. Right. And then spirit likes us to do an, an emotional kind of a therapy session. And they know exactly what you need. But as the humanness of us, we need to... Um, you know, we got ourselves physically cleaned. We need to emotionally uh, start releasing some of the suppressed things and understand it. And I take people into what I call an observer, uh, because when you become the observer, then you can help heal and release um, mm-hmm. as we talk about it. And then we always kind of bless and release that, too. Then... Um, then the third part of it is the actual ceremony. And I have had um, one spirit, helping compassionate spirit that always insists on doing the soul mm-hmm. retrievals. Uh, he's, uh, he happens to be my gatekeeper, my main uh, spirit guy. He actually <laughs> brings in everybody I need, but 
he always wants to do the soul retrievals and and he is so marvelous at it and he he does such a great job with it and um i learn with each one and more and more even after 20 years you know uh you learn so much uh, (laughs) from spirit and from the client and um but i have uh my one compassionate spirit um uh running deer is who it is and um he helps me now recently in the last three years i've had an additional one come in and um they're they're so they're so funny they have such a sense of humor they uh running deer is allowing this additional one to kind (laughs) of hang out as we're doing it and um uh so yeah there's another one that kind of helps that ultimately running deer is still the one that does that for (laughs) for my clients and myself so Okay. Now, does Running Deer get their spirit guides to connect with you? Is that what he does? No. Um, what it is is uh, n- well, not from my perspective. Uh, okay. I'm. Uh, I hold space. I lift my vibration into a theta consciousness. I journey and connect with my spirit guide, Running Deer. And we we actually don't work with their spirit guides. Okay. No, that's the way we do it. Okay, and uh, we respect their spirit guides. But this is about going to the soul of them. And, and, and to me, to have too many chiefs and not enough Indians, or too many Indians in area, or whatever. But you know <laughs> what it is. I get you. <laughs> yeah, and what it is is. Um, I'm sure, and I feel them standing by as the right. love and, of course, the protectiveness to make sure, you know, we're kind of doing everything the right way. But Running Deer takes me to their sacred place, and we gather up all the soul pieces there, and then he and I go to different people on an unconscious level, mm-hmm. and we uh, get back the soul pieces that people have taken or stolen or we've given away. Um, yeah, I we don't actually contact theirs, but I mean, some shamans might do that and mm-hmm. shamanic practitioners. That's just not the way that spirit has guided me to do it. Gotcha. You know? Now, I remember my soul retrieval, I went into a sacred space. And like you said, everybody has their own sacred space, correct? Whether they know it or not. A lot of people are not conscious of it because, you know, again, we're not taught a lot of spirituality. But some people that are really working on themselves have, uh, and really on a really authentic way, they tell me it's the same thing that they see. Right. I can remember. You because know, I describe, I describe right. it, you know, as you know, um, after we get it all done and come back and blow it into your heart and your crown chakra, um, we we explain to you exactly what we did and mm. uh, and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, I remember mine like it was yesterday. You described <laughs> my, my sacred place. And I yeah, was very happy about that. <laughs> what a validation, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was really magical. That's why I rec- I've recommended it to several people to get it I done. That. Thank you, because it's done amazing stuff for you. It really does. It also introduced me to my spirit animal that I'm very close to now. Right. Well, with the soul retrieval, I'm glad you brought that up. With the soul retrieval, we have many angels, teachers, and guides and power animals that work with us. 
And I believe when we're born, we have two guardians and two power animals. But with the soul retrieval, and they can come and go, others can come and go. But in the soul retrieval, there's going to be at least two is what I found or more that will volunteer themselves for the rest of that person's life to be there for them and help them into transition of the soul retrieval and after Yes. So, but yeah, it, it introduces you to them and they're there for you amongst, you know, we have many, you know, uh, but those are the kind of the permanent ones that I find uh, to be for people. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I've enjoyed all of that so much after that. It's been incredible. Well, well, the cool thing about the soul retrieval is the healing clearings are so important and valuable about clearing off all the toxic energies and intrusive energies and cords and everything. I mean, doing that is super important, but that's basically kind of temporary because it basically only takes off what you've taken on and, uh, you know, we align you and uh, tune you and stuff and it's really good, but you have to really protect yourself and Mm -hmm. nobody's bulletproof anyway. So people need to have a healing cleansing by a qualified uh, person you know, I'd say two or three times a year. Now that's more, that's more maintenance. You know what I mean? Right. So retrieval will continue to work on you and get stronger and stronger and stronger for the rest of your life. I believe that with all my heart. I mean, I believe it. Now Mm -hmm. everybody's shift is different. You know, uh, they will, mine was subtle. Um, I felt a little stronger, a different kind of stronger. I was more healthy, strong versus surviving strong, which is a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I felt myself getting more and more comfortable in my own skin. I was becoming more confident. I was becoming more aware what my mission in life was. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I felt my gifts really expand even more. And um, it just gets stronger and stronger for the rest of your life. Now, I can never tell people how big or small the shift will be initially, I can guarantee there will be one. It's Mm -hmm. like God and spirit knows exactly what's right for you. But I do know, and I have been told over and over again, that it will continue to get stronger for the rest of your life. Mine was been almost 20 years ago, and it's still, I can still feel a shift almost every year. Right. It's like it shifts me into another gear. You know, and, you know, it's like on the car when you shift a car, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's like you keep <laughs> shifting into a higher and a more beautiful understanding. Um, and especially if you work with yourself, you know, I tell people it's not like a McDonald's drive through, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, the work is going to be done. You're going to be all brought back. But those soul pieces, a lot of them have left because they didn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. So they went to this sacred place in order to be able to, uh, you on a physical and emotional level, be able to handle it and them to feel safe. Now, um, but some people, um, it's so easy to backslide. You know, you got everything back and it's going to continue working. Mm-hmm. But how well it will work depends on how I say it is kind of like a magic wand of getting you back. But mm-hmm. you got you have to take some kind of action to an accountability to really accelerate it. Right. You know, you can really m- magnify it and magnify your life with it. But some people, um, you know, uh, they, they can backslide, you know, sure. and I'm not saying it's not going to work still, but 
not as well. I've seen people where it's almost <laughs> because they uh, it took them two or three years to make some hard choices to change their life. And, and that's all right. I think because of the soul retrieval, it eventually did help them. But um, I've seen people where they had trouble getting out of toxic relationships and because mm-hmm. um, um, they're so broken down and they have so much soul loss that sometimes they t- did a soul retrieval just to have the strength to take action to do something. Right. And, um and stuff. So, and I've had a lady fly in from Florida to do that. Um, she was in a toxic relationship and uh, she, um, her dad was very sick and he was going to die and she was going to inherit money. And that's what this guy was waiting for. <laughs> <You know>? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And this guy was toxic. Mm-mm. He moved his whole family in. She was supporting everybody. It was just really toxic. And she had been broken down so much. And had so much major soul loss and self-esteem and, you know, inner strength was gone, you know. Um, and um, I just, you know, intuitively, I, unfortunately, I knew her dad was going to die. Um, Spirit had told me normally they don't tell me that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because of the situation. And I said, sweetie, um, you know, <laughs> you know if, if you're still married, he's entitled, you know. Right. Exactly. To the estate, and she didn't want that, so she flew and got a soul retrieval, and that did give her the strength to file for divorce and get get him out of there. And like three months later, her dad did die. Mm-hmm. And but it was a you know he had Alzheimer's and he was really sick, so it's one of those things that it's probably a blessing, but you know it always still hurts. But right. would have never wanted her inheritance to go to a, a user a person but she attracted him because she was so wounded yes I can um, get that. and it, she kept repeating the same patterns but you know and normally you might not need a second soul retrieval but he kind of made it pretty traumatic on her and she decided to get a second one like a year later uh, just to make sure everything was still in place you know that's a a good gift to give yourself. Well, absolutely. And that's what I tell people is probably the most precious gift you will ever give yourself is giving you back to you. You know, yeah, I mean, there's to me, I've never seen in all my wonderful training, anything that is anything anywhere close to this, you know, what it can do for you. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. I've seen people, you know, get off. Uh, drugs I've seen and see there's no guarantees there's nothing written in cement but it gives you that strength and all of you back that you can maybe tackle something you couldn't before you know and I always tell people I use the word dance and I'm sure you appreciate it of course Uh, (laughs) you know we we do a dance of woundedness we attract other wounded people or predators and we we get so complacent in this dance in life and it's it's so toxic for us but we get very 
used to it or familiar territory type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we often attract, you know, and I don't blame anybody. It's just the way it is. A lot of times we will attract the toxic parent in our relationships. And what I have noticed in the last 15 years that it's not just in love. It's in the workplace. It's mm-hmm. work uh, people. It's uh, friends. Um, you know, it, you know it, it covers all gamuts of relationships that you will keep attracting acting that because you're wounded you know so energetically wise yeah yeah i've noticed a huge shift after mine that the friends that i did have yeah and they roll away and it's because your dance changed you know your dance or i use the word dance your energy is not the same right uh your dance changes and some people that are meant to be with you, their dance will, you don't do it to change other people, but they will change their dance to be in a healthy relationship with you. But there's some people that are really not, you know, going to change their dance or, or understand your dance, you know, and that's okay because your time with them is probably done, you know, and we track people, for a certain period of time, I always say for a season, a reason, or a lifetime, um, and their blessings or lessons are both. So, uh, but, you know, sometimes it's sad, but it's part of our evolution of us. We just don't have anything in common when we're, we have all of ourselves, and we're really working strong at getting healthy within, you know. Exactly. And some people are very comfortable in their dysfunction and they prefer to stay there. That's their own journey, you know. So, you know, but it doesn't need to be yours anymore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've, seen, uh, I've seen all kinds of results, you know. Um, when I wrote this book, I've been wanting to write this for years because um, I actually started off wanting just to have a handbook for uh, my soul retrieval people. And as I was writing it, I'm thinking, wow, there's a lot of positive things that people, even if they haven't had a soul retrieval, could benefit to try to help, you know, build their lives in some ways or inspire them. Mm-hmm. And or and it might even open that door to understand shamanism or soul retrieval and look at, there's something that can really help you and break patterns and cycles. Right. Uh, like people have been molested, uh, the chances are that they're never going to be molested once, usually. Mm. And they uh, will attract a molester. Mm. Yeah. And then the children will end up getting molested, you know, or attract people that are molesters in their life. Um, and that pattern, I have watched it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and people, you know, they'll tell me they've been molested. And I says, so has your, tra- your child been molested too? Mm-hmm. And they look at me like, how did you know that? And it isn't actually from the intuition. Wow. It's just from, I've watched that pattern. And this, in my opinion, is the only thing that will break that kind of pattern. Right. In your book, it says something about completing your sacred contract. Explain mm-hmm. to people what the secret the secret contracts are the secret agreements before we go. Sacred agreements. Yes, sacred agreements. Um, the, I, you know, again, I, I love to speak from my experience and training and, 
and people that know me know that I'm very straightforward. I always speak <laughs> speak what I, I really yes, she believe, does. You know, <laughs> and I really do. And I I believe when we're born. Uh, before we're born, it's like God and spirit or whatever your belief system is, which I totally respect. Mm-hmm. I think we make this agreement with God and spirit about our our destiny, what what sacred agreements and contracts that we need to um, do in this lifetime to evolve our soul. Sometimes it's finishing and completing contracts from previous lifetimes with people and that we chose to come back together to try to complete that or uh, to work through it or to heal it. Mm-hmm. And with different people, we have different agreements with certain people. Like I, I signed up to have two children this lifetime. I ended up with three, so I had my free will and free choice kick in. I do believe our destiny um, is something that we pre-chose, sacred agreements and sacred contracts, um, is what we agree to as part of what we're supposed to experience this lifetime and the people. Mm And sometimes you wonder, why in the heck would I sign up for this? Because sometimes I wonder. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, why did I sign up for this? But now (laughs) that I'm getting older, I can see that it's been a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. to help me in my life and to help me to help others. You know, they call it the path of the wounded healer. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, it gives you great compassion. Yes, I agree. 100% 100% on that does, one. Does that answer your question okay? Yes, I believe it will answer that question really, really okay. well. Okay. Um, also, you mentioned getting to your best potential after you do all of this work and after you do your soul retrieval. What would you suggest for people to do to continue their work, to, to continue to heal and do what they're meant to do? That's a really good question. And that's why I wrote the book, Uh, because I think that we as humans, it's very, very natural to get spiritual lazy. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) And if I didn't do this for a living, living, I think I would, you know, go there too a little more than I do. But um, I did. I what happened? um, Oh, I'd say 15 years ago, I did a spirit and myself did a soul retrieval on this wonderful man and uh, he was a recovering alcoholic and he stood up after I explained to him he goes this is wonderful I feel fabulous I feel lighter I feel you know he said but what do I do with all this (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like whoa and he goes you need to support us and I says well I'm definitely here for you he said I know I know I know but he said I have got all my soul pieces back. All my vital essences have been gone since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. So this is like all new territory for me. And, um, and some people even get the lost child, like the lost inner child, but we probably don't have time to get into that. But anyway, the, um, and he said that like AA, you know, they help structure and teach them new ways of uh, thinking and new ways to live their life and how to start building themselves in a healthy way mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm looking at him and I think, he goes, I don't want to backslide into the old me. Right. You know, I, I don't want to go back there. I want to keep moving forward. And... um And I thought, wow, you know, I said, you know what, you are so right. Um, 
So I worked with Spirit for several months, and we come up with a session where I, I like to do after four weeks. It's called Beyond Soul Retrieval. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is is I have an hour session with you where we discuss any questions you might have, what you've experienced since then, because people do have a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then I shared with them, Spirit gave me four or five really cool techniques, like I talked about in the book, the Espinosa technique and affirmations mm-hmm. and, and different kinds of ways to uh, talismans. Um, and I got into that in the book of different wonderful techniques to um build on what you are so you can really accelerate with it even stronger. Like I said, you can work on yourself forever. Right. But you know what? If you don't have all of you, you're only going to go so far. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because energetic, energetically, you're missing things. And you will keep attracting the same issues over and over again until you fill that up with your healthy self, you know? Right. Exactly. So, and that's why, and then I, we've done the after soul retrieval aftercare, and I think some people took it really seriously and kind of incorporated it in their life, and I think some people <laughs> didn't, but, you know, that's their journey. Right. Um, and I just, you know, my job is the teacher, I open the door, they got to walk through it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I've been wanting to write a handbook, so that way when people kind of fall off the wagon, <laughs> as I say, <laughs> being spiritual way, uh, uh spiritual lazy you know then they can reach for that book to kind of re-inspire them and that's kind of why i wrote it you know so exactly i am very excited about the other books coming out also where can they get your book julie um, this book, uh, Beyond Soul Retrieval, even if you haven't had a soul retrieval, I really think that you can get some wonderful information to help, you know, inspire you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get it on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed it's supposed to be going on Barnes and Noble and a bunch of other ones, but I I haven't noticed it's gone on there yet, so I have to get with Amazon on why that hasn't happened. But you can also get it on my website, uh, mm-hmm. website, juliescottpeters.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you order it on there, then I will sign a copy for you and send it to you. And I'll send you a uh, wonderful little thank you gift also. Yes. She's so, uh, you're a very loving, generous lady. I miss you so much. <laughs> I miss you too. I miss the teaching a lot. I, Uh, But boy, you know, every time I think I'm going to get online and start teaching classes, they like, okay, we need to get a book done. Now, as I was doing this book, I'm thinking (laughs) I need to write a book on soul retrieval, even though my teacher has one out and it's absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, But that's been about 20 years ago and and it's still very applicable. Mm -hmm. But I think that in our changing times, just what spirit has taught me would be uh, to do that. But what I've realized the most important book I have to really put out now is spiritual protection and why mm, and the, yes. a complete intensive on it because people, what, what you're getting on the internet and in, in just some books, it, it's not the complete story on what you need to do and to understand why. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've even, they've even in the last two years have really taught me to even step up what I've already even been taught and more. And um, because our world is becoming more intense and more polluted spiritually. And so, and people are having a really hard time Mm -hmm. and emotionally and physically. And I mean, I get contacted almost daily 
because people don't know mm-hmm. what to do. And it's not something I can explain in a phone call, you know, right. you know there's so much more to it. And uh, I think if you have it in book form where you can reach for it and uh, take the steps that I'm going to have in there. Plus, I'm also going to I don't know if it's going to include in this book or write another book on how to cleanse and uh, heal your land and house and balance mm-hmm. it and bring blessings back in. Um, oh, that would be amazing. Because, you know, a lot of people have problems in their house, but mm-hmm. yes. they also have a problem on them, too. So, you, you know, just clearing the house is not going to solve the whole problem or vice versa. You know, you, you've got some hitchhikers waiting to hitchhike. You know? <laughs> Especially <laughs> you know, nowadays, yes, moving so the way it's moving. I know, you're right, you're right. It's you're exactly right. Psychically, it's very I think, intense. Too. Yes, it's very intense, and and people need to educate themselves. They can really navigate in a great way, but you have to educate yourself. I think knowledge is power. Exactly, and you know, knowledge is protection. And when you can protect yourself, then you can really excel in who you are, and not be uh, uh, in, influenced by all these energies that we take mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You're so active right now. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's honestly, in the last two, three years, it's always been gradually getting worse. But when we do a spiritual healing cleansing, it's just like, it's like three to four times worse than it's ever been. Oh, yeah. People that have never had a healing or if they haven't had one in a long time. And, you know, a lot of people are realizing they're going to, some people are really uh, in the public a lot and they're really super um, sensitive uh, to spirits, you know, uh, coming to them and attaching and all this funky energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they're realizing they have to, in order to function well, they have to get a healing cleansing more frequently. Now, yeah. due to COVID, are you doing healings over the no, internet? I'm still, um, well, um, I, I'm still doing them long distance, and mm-hmm. I, I don't have a facility anymore, so everything right. is via phone or long distance. Now, the spiritual healing, cleansing, um, and soul retrievals, I just did one um, Friday, actually the last two Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing several of them. They take, the soul retrievals take about five hours, right. even that, um, because we're still doing basically the same thing. Now, with the spiritual healing, cleansings, those only take essentially an hour during the session and then i will call you afterwards i don't talk to you why we're doing the healings mm-hmm. um when people understand how this works with spirit there is no separation Energy's energy mm-hmm. okay right and whether i'm standing beside you or i'm in my my sanctuary and you're in your sanctuary it works because the angels, teachers, and guides, and power animals, and spirit guides are doing the work. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the holding space and the orchestra leader, as I call it a little bit, but they're doing it. I also have a medicine dowel that I work with from here that I go through the whole dowel like at the same time. The spirit guides, we do this journey, and, and they go to you, and I work on you from here in the tandem. And it is so powerful that I have one guy on a regular basis. He can tell when I start working on him. I work on, I usually start a little earlier than what they say we're doing. And right. he tells me exactly, the last two times he told me exactly when I started. 
working on him. That's how tuned in is, you know. And people have actually, some people prefer it now, long distance. Um, now, after versus in person. Right. Because, for instance, the one gentleman owns a carpet cleaning place and he gets them quite often. He's, he's kind of a human sponge. <laughs> um, but, you know, but, um, but he's really sensitive. But he used to have to race home, take a shower, race down to my place, get a healing, you know, or took a shower and then come down, you know, all that. Right. So, and now he just goes home and lays down. <laughs> I, I, I really, it works no matter what, but I love for people to lay down for that hour and listen to some music that are really wonderfully deep and mm -hmm. kind of go close your eyes and go to your happy place and just let God and spirit and the angels work on you. And I'm going to be working on you from here. And then I will write a report like I do in person. And at that hour, uh, within that hour, and I will text you the results on uh, the sheet and then I will call you and go over everything with you. That's just on the regular healing. Now the soul retrieval we do the healing the same way we don't um, I don't talk to you until we're done right. and then I go over everything with you and then we go in. Then I'm with you the whole rest of the time. Uh, we do the emotional healing therapy session you know on speakerphone and stuff or you know on the phone and then we actually I put them on speakerphone and I play drumming music and they lay back down as part of the soul retrieval part and I tell them to close their eyes go to their happy place and running deer and I go to spirit of course the other the other dude comes along too <laughs> <laughs> the run, yeah, that um, running deer is tolerating correct <laughs> <laughs> that he's tolerating this, this additional, uh, he's humoring him, uh, you know, and humoring me, I think. But anyway, Running Deer and I uh, play the drumming. I get into an altered state and go to an altered reality, and I go to your sacred place with Running Deer, and that's when we gather up uh, everything that we need for you to be complete again. And uh, um, then we bring it all back to me, and then I blow it into the phone. Uh -huh. many breaths and then I also blow it into the heart of the Tao gotcha many breaths. and um, uh, yeah I, I've done many soul retrievals since COVID long distance and it's just been phenomenal the shift with people I mean unbelievable I've had I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook I, I posted before and after pictures once in a while yes. and even after the healings you know it, it's just proof in the pudding and I had one lady that really fought me <laughs> <laughs> she says, I'll pay you double if you do it, I, you know. And I said, no, spirit does not want me to work in person. And uh, it's not safe for me. And mm -hmm. so she finally agreed to it. And she said, oh, my God, it's almost better. I have more of an experience. And I think it's because people feel safe in their home and uh, they can relax more. Sure. Absolutely. And um, it works really, it works really, really well. Spirit does a great job, you know, for sure. Right. Julie, it's been such an honor having you back on, and I hope you do come back on with more information, especially with more of your books that are coming out. Yeah, the spiritual protection one, I'm really trying to uh, carve out time to get that going because I think it's really important that people need to arm themselves with yes. how this works so they can protect themselves. What we used to think that protected us spiritually is not strong enough anymore. I can guarantee you that. Everything's just moving so quickly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's so I'm so strong. honored. 
<laughs> and I appreciate you giving you know me the opportunity and giving people. Uh, you're doing such a beautiful thing to share with people. There's so many wonderful things out there to yes. assist people, and and you're giving, uh, you're being a vessel and and being a vehicle for that. So it's beautiful to kind of get to share the light and get that information out there. I'm I'm very humbly grateful. Thank you. Thank you, and I'm. Gr- well, so you have a great evening and I look forward to talking to you very soon, Julie. Okay, take care. You too. Blessings to you. Blessings to you too. Bye-bye.